When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wouldn't consider it yesterday. I would consider it yesterday into this morning mm-hmm. because I pulled a nerve on my back, I think. And you want to know the most pathetic thing about it? What's that? I'm pretty sure that the source of my back injury, if you want to call it that, was that I think I took out a heavy cast iron pan too quickly Ooh. out of the lower oven. Yeah. At our age, you can't take risks like that. You can't you take risks. You think it's time for me to get a life alert? <laughs> I woke up real. I think I texted you this, but I'm, I'm not kidding you. At 6.40, look, so I, I, okay, I was avoiding going to bed because I had started to get back pains. And I was like, you know what? Let me just, let me just hang my head down more and arch my back, which is probably terrible for my back right now. Yeah. And just like sit on the computer and, you know, pay bills and look up hotels in Europe and bullshit, right? Uh, look up the right meme to respond to a t- tweet at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah. And then I- Important went, work. Very important. And I went to go lay down and then I couldn't get comfortable and I tossed and turned and tossed and turned. I would sleep for like 15, 20 minutes and then that side would start hurting and then I would turn again. And then I tried using my weighted blanket as sort of like a back compress and then that didn't work. I just ended up sweating. And like at 6.45, Bob woke up to go to use the bathroom and I was like tossing and turning. And when he came to the bed, he was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm so tired. And I started hysterically crying. Like, I don't think that I've sobbed like that in bed since after I gave birth to a child. Like, I don't think I've ever cried like that. It was so bad. I cried so hard. And then uh, he was like, oh, he was like, there, there. You know that gif of like uh, Liz Lemon throwing up and then um, <laughs> and Alec Baldwin like using a, a broom to like tap it on. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty No, no, he was very nice. He like rubbed my back and gave me Advil and was like, please sleep in. I'm working from home. I'll do the things with the kids so you can relax Aww. a little bit, which is very nice of him. I mean, was it nice of him or just him doing his part? What is him doing? What do you mean him doing his part? He took off from work to take care of his aged, ailing wife <laughs> <laughs> with broken parts. <laughs> when he could be out there shopping for a new model in the streets of New York in the subway, lots of uh, romantic connections happened there. He would never because the subway is a filthy place to him. So anything romantic can't happen in a filthy place. But anyway, um, yeah. I could find love in a men's restroom, personally. (laughs) And you have. (laughs) (laughs) 
So anyway, uh, things are not great. They're not, I'm not doing great. I think I took like a long shot. And then, oh, so then I slept from like <laughs> 7.45 to like 10.45. And that's been my sleep. And now I'm just here, just taking like hot showers and trying to decompress okay. my back. What's up? No, you um, cut yourself off in the middle usually you cut me off um but you cut yourself off when you were talking there and you said i took a long sh and it could have been shower i did <laughs> not that will solve your your back issues if you guys i know a, a sometimes long... that is what needs to solve my back issues but that was not the issue <laughs> uh, anyway i'm just very nervous because like uh, you know we were like as, as you and I know, but the listeners don't, I'm taking our mother to Europe in March. Yeah. And I'm like very concerned about like, and now my in-laws are going to. So I'm like concerned about the mothers and their like walking ability. And like, are they going to mm -hmm. be able to handle it? And in Beth last night, I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to handle it. <laughs> you know, what you guys should do is you guys should rent three segues for you, <laughs> our mother and your mother-in-law. Hey, yes. Zip, zip around uh, London with that. Yeah, I can't wait. We're going to zip around Paris and London in that. Zroom, zoom. Yeah. Wow, we both had eventful weekends. My life was stolen from me, but I'm sorry <laughs> your back hurts. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Really, you are to blame. Why don't you tell the listeners what happened to you this weekend? My car was broken into mm. violently mm. because I, I left it unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> Some very nice person uh, came in and stole my wallet. And also, oh. um, I did not say this in the family group, mm -hmm. uh, but they also stole my uh, my uh, marijuana pipe, which is, oh. you know. You I know, and ask, I was, yeah. like, did you have any goods in there? Uh, my fresh, like my brand new, um, uh, uh, I picked up last week. Uh, it's gone. What, like your brand new Flower. stash? Oh, flower. Yeah. yeah. With the pipe. So, you know, they took the they took the flower, but then they also took the pipe. So mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? Some person out there is uh, medicating themselves. So I know it helps me. So God bless. It is a they pain probably, in the ass. <laughs> they probably threw away the, the flower and used the pipe for something else. No. Why would you do I that? Know. I don't know. Why would they throw away the flower? Anyways, Maybe they sold the flower to buy a better Maybe. product. Yeah. There you go. Well, you can't get better product. Okay. All right. Relax. Like, anyways. <laughs> uh, so that's gone. That happened. And then they took my wallet. But they left uh, some change. They took $6 in cash. Okay. But then they left me with the coin, which is nice. Uh, so I can use that for like, you know, toys and stuff. What? Co how many coins? I have like upwards of, I don't know, like probably like uh, 3 to $4 in, in quarters <laughs> that they left. Yeah, obviously, because they're not going to jingle jangle all over town. Who's carrying quarters? <laughs> what can a quarter jangle. even get you these days? <clears throat> Nothing. You use it for the tolls. I know. Most people pass. are using Easy Pack, but Easy Pass, but sure. Sure. If you're still um, using tolls. Yeah, and yeah. using tolls, using using, using tolls. Cords. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, um, and they took my wallet, but that's fine because it just had cards and stuff in it, and I, and I canceled that. Um, but I, I do, I do keep some, uh, mementos in there because I'm a sentimental sap. Yeah, I know. So I lost some of that stuff, which I'm sad about. Yeah. You had a picture of yourself as a baby in there? 
No, I didn't have a picture of myself as a baby. Did you have a picture of our our dad? uh, Of our mother. Oh. um, When she first moved to Saudi Arabia. So it's like her passport picture from way back then. I had a picture of us and her. Uh, It was like a black and white picture. Yeah. So, So that's gone. I had uh, this like keychain thing that we, you remember. She had this keychain thing made mm-hmm. in like 1998. Mm-hmm. With all that the cousins. picture is gone. Yeah. yeah. And I used to. I gotta. I have to go back and check because I think I recently cleaned out my wallet. But I keep uh, mementos from when all the kids were born. Your kids and like uh, what? Our brothers' kids. Like cigarette uh, butts it- from the days. <laughs> were- <laughs> this is the ashtray. <laughs> no, you jerk. Um, I have the parking passes from all the hospitals. Oh my god! So I have to go back and check. Yeah, it's I am a fucking sweetheart. Oh, um, anyway. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, can I just say, by the way, yeah. that um, so in in February I'm going to a Housewives live show. Uh, it's it's Karen Huger, uh, as you'll remember from oh. Real of Potomac. She's doing a live show in uh, mm-hmm. Philadelphia. What is she performing, you ask? Nobody knows. But she's <laughs> doing a live show of some sort in Philly. And so I'm going to that. And several people have asked if you're going to be accompanying me because they've said that you are the sweetest person they've ever met. I am. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. your, your stock has gone up by sharing that story. Oh, I hope That's you right. got to keep the um, the parking passes. Oh, I think I have. Why are you I think carrying I have that in your wallet? Is it like why don't you just like make like a little memory box? No, now it's now they're like pretty. Well, I don't know where they are now, but they were pretty like ripped up and stuff. I, cle- I recently cleaned out my wallet, so I think I think I have that somewhere else, along with oh. some other mementos. Remember when our brother uh, told us that uh, they were expecting yeah with the cupcakes, and yeah. there's like a little flag on it. Yeah. Do you remember this on the cupcake? Yeah. So I have yeah. that. I know I have that. I have I have the one that says, congratulations, Chachu. <gasps> wow. <laughs> Look at you. I really am. Oh, my God. So Look that's all gone. So nice. Also, my medical marijuana card is gone. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. In terms of things I'm going to miss and I can't be replaced <laughs> that are important to me. <laughs> those are invaluable i mean they should have just taken those quarters they really should have i mean i feel like taking someone's whole wallet is ridiculous like yeah. you're already in the car just take out the cash take out the cards and leave the wallet like what is that guy gonna do now or girl with your with pictures of our mother from 1978 yeah it's sad i'm hoping you know wh- what they say is i was talking to the copies like sometimes they just put it back in the mail and it comes back to you. So oh. there's that. And I and now I need a new wallet. You know what I realized? That wallet mm. was a gift. Yes. And now I can't ask that person for to to return it. Wait. From yeah. th- them who must not be named? <laughs> yeah, from Voldemort. Okay. Yeah. All right. Great. I like that we're leaving this mystery on the podcast. People are be like, oh, who is that? <laughs> who is this person? Nobody about you. Anyway, no. um, well. well, that's a bummer. Wow. Yeah. My back still hurts, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, I wanted to ask you a question. How many times, like, <clears throat> listen, 
you know, I know that you are, first of all, you're not the kind of person that would ever want to be, let's say, voted on. But how many times <laughs> would you, would you, if there was a position and you needed to try out for that position and you needed people's votes for that position, how many times would you embarrass yourself before taking an L? Um, what, what, so what, it's basically how much shame you have. Yeah. Well, so it sounds like uh, what we're talking about is somebody that knew that they were going to eventually end up in that position, but mm-hmm. it's just a matter of being publicly humiliated and, and how long you're willing to be publicly humiliated, right? Um, I would think like being a politician equals sometimes having to take the public humiliation. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that goes with the job, right? Um, I would say... <sighs> If I knew that I was eventually going to win out, I don't care. I'll, mm. I will take the hits. People can make fun of me, I think. Um, but if it actually mattered to me, I think I really am. If it's like a genuine vote, I'm a one and done type of person. If I was, time. if I lost a vote once, yeah, I would be like, oh, I will never show my face in this town again. I have I I don't have uh what uh, how you say in the words of Larry Baldwin. Um I don't know how much uh what's the word I'm looking for? Thick skin I have. Yeah. <laughs> for those kinds of situations. Which is why I'm like a hyper organized like very thought out planner person because I don't mm-hmm. ever want to be caught with my pants down. Would you be? I've 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 often thought. Oh boy! Yeah, I've often thought of you having a political career. I think you would be a good politician. Yeah, I have often fantasized about running your campaign. Oh my god, my campaign, my campagna! Are you crazy? Champagne, yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. You wouldn't no run? No, I mean, no, I don't think so. Really? Yeah, maybe if I like didn't have kids. I think if I like, if I like, because my thing is, I will say, I have this problem where I have to give something 125%. And mm-hmm. so I have to feel like I'm really good at a thing. Again, my yeah. fear of being caught with my pants down. Yeah. I feel like. I need to be really, really good at something before I put my face forward. And then even if I feel like it's good, if I have like a day where I have like a hiccup or I just like I'm not feeling a thing, I'm in my mind that day. I'm uh, reevaluating all my life choices. So when you say good at something, right, when it comes to this, um, do you mean being a good civil servant or do you mean being good at winning votes because they're two different things right would you would you not want to be a good do you think that you would not be a good i don't know politician because you can't get stuff done or that you are unelectable on account of your acerbic personality and your (laughs) abrasive nature (laughs) and your broken back (laughs) yeah who's running the campaign on this guy um I think those are really good questions, and it also feels like you're insulting me. I feel like I'm unelectable. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I also think that, like, I I would 
I think that like me wanting to be a civil servant that would do a good job. I think that I would be fine. I think that I I feel good enough about decisions that I make. Like I feel like if 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 I did something and mm-hmm. it was for the better good of one group of people, yeah. I would be fine with it because I'm fine with like looking at things objectively that way. Um, but I think that I am unelectable because and I think that it doesn't matter how good of a civil servant I am because if I'm not electable then who the fuck cares? You now you're unelectable because of like a hot mic situation, you think? Or <laughs> I mean probably, but also because I just don't think that I've got, you know, star power. Like I think that no. in order to also be a politician, you have to have some like like you have to be like, you know, likable and I also think that I'm like massively unlikable (laughs) i think i know know that i am an abrasive person and i know that i am like i you know i rub people the wrong way i know that i do i think it is uh it's uh, you do um you inspire kind of like polar opposite feelings so either you are loved like either somebody learns to love you which at this point may be just uh, your husband and me. I think I, maybe I some it. of the listeners. The no, I, the kids. The kids are the kids rely <laughs> on you to be alive. That's not actual love. They need you to make food and take them to school yeah, and it's, stuff. It's That's, conditional. Yeah, it's conditional, one hundred percent. Yeah. Or the other end is you are just hated. Um, so, but I think we could weaponize. I think we could weaponize the nice parts, hide the bad parts. I'd love to run your camp, and I think we could do a good job. <laughs> okay, what am I running for? Huh? What am I running for? Um, the Mikey Cheryl position. Oh, really? Yeah. First of all, I'll be honest with you. I'm not even sure what our representative does. And by the way, Mikey <laughs> Cheryl's no longer our representative because we fixed the gerrymandering in Essex oh. County and Morris County. Yes, so that's good. So yeah, she's not District 11 anymore. She's not, yeah, she's not, we're not District 11 anymore. We're District 7, which makes more sense. Oh, yeah. Um, but my point is, I don't know what the representative does. Do you know what a representative does? Okay. He's your representative in, in Congress. So what do you mean? They represent the area, and then they basically just vote on it, and then they work with other representatives to um on like issues and topics that are important to their I have a degree in political uh, science. Said <laughs> <laughs> it just occurred to me. Do you know what the word issue means? <laughs> Do you know what a topic are you sure, is? Are you sure you're not saying tissue? <laughs> um no. Okay, that sounds good. You know what? I feel like I'd be good at that. I feel like I'd be Do good it. at wielding and dealing. You know, like I'd be good at like if fucking what's her butt is up there, Lauren Bobert, 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 yeah, um, yeah. No, so that's a, there's a, in like the House of Representatives, there are a lot of just dumb people. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but unfortunately, I think New Jersey has. Um. I like all of the New Jersey representatives even the republican ones mm-hmm. so i think we have like an informed electorate but like fucking move down to like georgia or alabama and get in there pretty easily yeah yeah that's yeah. true 
I mean, yeah, maybe I could. I mean, you said, unfortunately, it's like, sorry, there's no space for you here because they're actually <laughs> smart people and they know what they're doing. So yeah. you wouldn't do well. Um, did you enjoy all of the Kevin McCarthy drama or did you find that the waste of days was uh, jarring? Um, I enjoyed it uh, just based on schadenfreude. Um, mm -hmm. I enjoyed it because the GOP is stupid now. Um, and this is what happens when you keep um, encouraging stupid people to run and you run on stupid topics and you try to get the worst people into power because that helps your case. Um, so I enjoyed that aspect of it. Uh, I really didn't think that, I mean, sure, they wasted five days, right? But at the end of it, they're the ones that came out looking worse. Um, I don't like, I mean, you know, it's like, what were they holding out for? Um, the concessions are, I guess they're kind of troubling, but all it really, all it really means is that they're just going to be screwing themselves. Right. So, um, hopefully what it means is that the GOP can get smarter about some of this stuff, because the thing is like, they're not stupid people. A lot of like the establishment GOP. They talk about stupid things and they talk to their their uh, their uh, members like they're stupid, like they're like the people that support them. Uh, their support is it. Yeah, they talk to them like they're stupid people, um, yeah. but they're really not like the establishment people are smart. They're there for a reason. Like all these people go to Harvard and like all these very. Yeah. You know, so there's, you know, so hopefully what it means is that they're going to be smarter. They're going to change their strategy a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um but I doubt it. I doubt it's anything is going to change in like the next two years or the four years or whatever, however long it takes. But um, what did you think of it? Initially, I was like, oh, this is funny. Mm -hmm. And then uh, and then I was like, oh, this is bad because, um, yeah, I don't like the concessions. I mean, essentially, it was the Trumpers, the 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 Trumpers who started calling themselves never Kevins, which yeah. cracked me up. <laughs> Um, because again, remember, like, I think it was last week or the week before we were talking about like conservatives think that they're funny and they're not, it's like, you're never, they just like, don't nail it, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was when I started to realize that these people are holding things up because they want like leniency on like January 6th fucking insurrectionists, yeah. I was like, Ooh. This is not good. Like that's that that's the stuff that like really upset me. Um, also, it was annoying that like the the la the second last vote. Once he didn't get it, they were like one more time, one more. Like they were like having a laugh about it, and I was like, <laughs> you guys are making so much money. Everybody has six figure jobs. You're getting paid to sit around and do dog shit right now. But my favorite person was Katie Porter. Did you see the picture of her sitting yeah, in a bright orange shirt? She's the best. Would you want her as president? I don't think so. I don't need that's her as president. Well, so that's the thing. She is far more valuable doing the job that she's doing. Yes. Uh, I don't think she wants to be president. She is the person that I would want to be president. Maybe vice president. Um, yeah. Maybe she can be like vice president with Pete Buttigieg. But I don't think we're going to get Pete Buttigieg anytime soon, unfortunately. That's so. a valiant effort pronouncing his last name. I just, call him, Mayor, I just call him Mayor Pete. I'm not messing <laughs> with that. 
the uh, Secretary of Transportation. He's not a mayor anymore. Be Buddha Choo Choo then, because I don't know how to say that last name. <laughs> um, real. Oh wait, I just had a thought and it slipped my. Oh yeah, speaking of vice presidents, did you see the the videos? It is, it is so okay. You've seen the videos of um, Kamala Harris, like just laughing. Have you seen the videos of her laughing too hard at yeah. everything? Yeah. Okay. We I don't know which earth she's on, but it's not this one. And there's a video of her swearing in like the new politicians. Real. Yeah. It, she is up there. Like she looks like I do when I go into like my like I'm a class parent in Aiden's class. So yeah. what that means is that when there's like holidays or activities and stuff, I'll go in and I will do activities with the kids, right? And I love it. Because the kids are like, Aiden's mom, Aiden's mom, right? Or like when I go to Noah's class, they're like, Noah Z's mom, Noah Z's mom. I love it. And then you're like, hey, and you make yourself so fun for the little kids and you do voices. And you're like, yeah, I'll help you with that. Come on up here. Like you do a lot of that. That is what she is doing in that video. Like there's this one guy that comes up. He's like, he's like, uh, good afternoon, president, <laughs> vice president. He goes, She goes, oh, good afternoon to you. Like she's... <laughs> real it's my favorite video in the world she's bringing like kindergarten class mom energy to yeah. the capital and it, it like more and more every day it's veep it's julia louis drivers from veep <sighs> yeah it's been uh how would you how would you uh i guess judge the kamala harris um vice president era i think it's been disappointing right very i think we had high hopes for her this sounds terrible. This sounds terrible. I mean, how can you not? She was a little cop, guys. She was a cop. <laughs> the thing is, and this sounds terrible, but I think what I was, I think what a lot of us were like hoping for was, was exactly what happened in Veep, which is that Joe Biden uh, just says, you know what? I can't do this job anymore. I'm tired. Yeah. And then uh, Kamala's like, all right. You got it. It's my my mm -hmm. turn, which is, I think, also hilariously a, a like a QAnon right wing conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what that says about me. But yeah, I mean, she's been I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what the vice president does. <laughs> All right. Maybe we need to uh, reimagine this campaign. <laughs> you don't seem to know what a lot of things or people are. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch like the schoolhouse rock videos of like a bill of what yeah, a bill is. A bill. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's my thoughts. Um Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So as I prepare my trip to London next uh, in two months, yes, um, I decided to. This is just a segue. I decided to start the Harry and Meghan show on Netflix. Oh, yeah, really? You would hate it. <laughs> yeah, 
So I've been seeing, obviously, I've been seeing a lot of stories about this. I watch. I didn't watch the 60 Minutes interview yesterday. I um, but but it was on like they kept showing clips of it during the football games, and it feels like this is a tipping point, right? Mm-hmm. I know it's definitely a tipping point for me, where the whole Harry and Meghan versus the Royals thing. Um, I think up until maybe this week, mm-hmm. there was still like some, like there was still some like virtuousness in the in the discussion. Mm-hmm. Now it is just, you know, straight, straight up, no consequences for anybody. This is just a family drama that we can all have. We can we can pick a side on, but if they lose, it really doesn't matter, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think and so. Initially, I thought it was like really good, right? Because obviously, yeah. we've talked about when on our Crown episodes and everything that the big issue is the media. And the the royal family's relationship with the media and what that means. And now, especially that the media has more of an impact and influence on people, what those things mean and the impact of like uh-huh. the <clears throat> the most like important, wealthy, <clears throat> most powerful white family in the world yeah. having influence on media like that. Right. And all those things and all that means. So I think like initially I was like, yeah, of course, this is important because Harry is literally saying that I, as a white person in the most powerful country in the world, one of the most powerful families in the world, did Mm -hmm. not feel protected, did not feel like I could protect my black wife and my, my, you know, my mixed son uh, with uh, in the position that I was in. And I was like, wow, yeah, yeah, that is important to talk about. But Mm -hmm. now there's like... (laughs) Now there's like, he's talking about how he and Will got into a fight and the memoir, he talks about how at Will's wedding, he had a frostbit dick. Like there's, <laughs> there's, there's like stuff about like, he's talking about um the Nazi costume that he wore and he yeah. says how Will and Kate encouraged him to wear because they thought it was hilarious. I'm like, okay, you know what? You know what, Harry? <laughs> You're pushing it now. Now you're just exactly. you're not I just mudslinging. I think that's for all of us. That's probably the biggest one, right? Because it's like, oh yeah, they encouraged me, but it's like they encouraged you to wear a fucking Nazi uniform. That is, <laughs> and I, you know, to be fair, he says it's the big one of the biggest mistakes of my life or whatever, right? Sure, yes, but like that's it's it. a you Nazi to, uniform. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> And you have, we get it. You have a Nazi great, you had a Nazi great uncle. We understand. Yeah. We know the history. We're, we don't necessarily, freaking Susie, what's her name? What was her last name? She had a ridiculous Hussey. Yeah. Susie Hussey was making black people uncomfortable with her racism just like a month ago. So we understand. But like, yeah, now it just seems like mudslinging. And I'm like, Harry, I think you've lost the thread here. Yeah. But. But I love gossip. Exactly. So still, it is <laughs> this this entire thing is apparently of no consequence anymore. Um, but like, if you just look at it as two teams, two teams in a sport that I have no rooting interest or yeah. I really don't have anything tied to, I'm still, of course, Team Harry and Meghan because, like, you see, like these ridiculous articles on the other side. So, of course, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like. I said this before, and I'll say it again. When I started watching the the movie, I thought to myself, "Man, they're dull. Yeah. Man, these oh, are, are dull they? people. Oh God, real, they're so dull. <laughs> like they apparently met through Instagram DMs. 
that's probably. And not I was true. like, just a, so basic, so boring. Is Harry? Is Harry? Um, I don't want to call. I don't want to ask if he's dumb, but is he charismatic? Like, if you saw, if you didn't know, Prince Harry was Prince Harry. He was just a dude. First of all, I don't think he's pulling Meghan Markle. No, um, he's definitely not pulling Meghan Markle. Because, like, during the Oprah interview, there were, like, he had insight. The, during the Oprah interview, my biggest takeaway was I was, came away very impressed by Meghan Markle. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and Harry, I thought that he was insightful, and I thought that he was compassionate, and I thought all of it was very nice. But, like, the more that I read about this stuff, right, I don't know if he's, is he a compelling person? Is he an interesting person? Or is he just a rich kid? A rich kid who is finally learning that there is a world beyond his walls. I think that the only compelling thing about him is that he is a rich kid who is learning that there is a world beyond his walls. And he's trying to do something about it, right? So I do think that that is compelling. But it's one of those things where, like, would I rather root for an underdog, a true underdog, a person who comes from nothing and fights for the marginalized people and all that stuff or do i care more about an extremely wealthy person finding their privilege and then being like oh no i shouldn't be privileged so let me try to help like that's really the thing and both things are good both things are important but when it comes to like who i'm rooting for it's not gonna be the rich guy who like you know yeah opened the windows and looked outside of the world yeah you know but that's true but still he's just like not cute i'm sorry and it's a shame because, like, he's he is potentially the best looking person in that whole family. You know, I so there's stuff coming out. There's a uh, what are the two things? So first of all, brothers, grown men, grown brothers fighting. How do you feel about that? Like a physical altercation. I mean, How do you feel about? That? You're saying this as if I have not seen it. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm actually. An actual physical confrontation. Like, so the last time my brother, my brother, our brother, and I actually got into fisticuffs was when I was, was when I was 16. Um, yeah. He slapped me around a couple of times after that, but it wasn't really a fight. But like, before then, I'd say starting around like 12 to 16. That's when I start. I weighed more than him. I had a physical advantage over him, mm-hmm. but I could never beat him up because he is a vicious, vicious person. I'm not <laughs> He's he has a killer instinct that I don't have because I'm a sweetheart. <laughs> he does. So what yeah. would happen is I would basically overpower him, and I would sit on top of him, <laughs> and then he and I would say, "Are we done?" And he would say, "Yes," and then. <laughs> I would get off and then he would say, I'm going to beat the shit out of you now. And then he would beat me up because he's faster. He's quicker. He's lighter on his feet. And then he also used to do like emotional trauma, like, you know, making fat drawings and stuff like that, which is classic. He gave me the best nickname ever. We don't need to say it. We can't. We can't say it. We we can't can't for the sake of my campaign. Yeah, that's true. For the sake of your campaign and our niece and nephew, who whose father is going to lose their job once they find out what that is. Um, but when we were sixteen, was the last time that we actually had like a fight because mm-hmm. you know we're grown up, and that wasn't really a fight either. Not yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyway, in my opinion, that's still grown men having fisticuffs, if you will. At sixteen. 
No, I mean, like, even what you're talking about in the future, in the future, like a couple years later when you were like, I wasn't really putting up a fight. Um, I think that, first of all, I just want to go ahead and say this, that domestic violence is not a joke real. Okay, don't laugh. We're with brothers, it's okay. Mm, okay. So, like, tell me if this situation is not kind of funny, is not kind of a joke. So, when we were, when I was 16, the last fight that we had, I got all amped up at him. And he was like, I don't want to fight you, dude. And her mother mm-hmm. was there. And I was like, no, I'm going to fight you right now. Mm-hmm. And her mother was like, why are you egging him on? He doesn't want to fight you. Just leave it alone. And she was, and I was like, me, you stay out of this. And then I turned to him and I said, come on, motherfucker. And I said, motherfucker, for a reason. So, so he'd get like more excited. And then yeah. our mother was like, all right, fine. You want to fight him? Fight him. <laughs> and then our brother came in, just <laughs> one shot right to the stomach. And I went down like one of the fighters in Punch Out. I remember, remember that. Blast Joe. And I went, oh, oh, oh. And it just fell over. Yeah, I remember that. Is that is funny. I remember. I remember you specifically saying, do it, do it, do it. And then he, he did it. And then that was it. Um, yeah. Okay. So William and Harry, like, having a fight. Here's the other thing I want to know. How hard were you guys really even fighting? Right? Like, what's the level of fight we're talking about here? You know, I I keep hearing about a dog bowl getting broken. Yeah, yeah. I just and like was alcohol involved? Like I don't know. It is ridiculous. Like if my my, I've got two boys, you know, and so I feel like if my sons grow up and uh, when they grow up and they get into a fight, if I find out that they got into like a physical fight and they both got hurt, I would take both of their heads and smash them together. Out of anger. I'd be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, that's that's how I feel about adults fighting. Adult yeah. humans should not. Why are we using our bodies for anger, you guys? That's not what we should be using our bodies for. I've got yeah. back pain because I got into a fight with a, with a cast iron skillet. And it didn't even, I didn't know and it didn't know. Why are we doing this to our bodies? Okay, we don't need to get in fights with anybody. So, no. I don't, I think it's ridiculous. Um hmm. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, which is like, this is a couple weeks old, but I wanted to ask you about nepotism. Do you, are you for it or against it? <laughs> Just in general? Okay. Nepotism in Hollywood. There was like a big article. It was like, they, they went down the list and they took every single person in Hollywood that has any connection to another person in their family. And they yeah. made a big to do about it. But like, I don't know. I, I guess... What do you think? So obviously, I think we're both we both understand that there's nepotism that exists outside of Hollywood in everyday life, right? And yes. I think everyone is kind of on board with it, right? Like small business owners are going to be leaving their business to their family, and we just com- we completely understand it, and yeah. that is a legacy and all this other stuff, right? I think you literally it feels go di- to get into colleges because you have a legacy. Exactly ability to get into college if your parents went to that college now do i think it's right i don't know i mean like you are like you specifically are working and your husband is working to provide a life for your kids right Mm -hmm. um and that includes any advantages that they get like the schools that they go to because you guys pay for them or you live in a certain area that has better schools or whatever right Mm-hmm. You're doing that because you want them to have 
any all the advantages that you can basically afford them right is that nepotism it's not right it's just taking care of a person taking care of your kids isn't it kind of the same thing i think it's different because so many people want to be famous so many people want to get into acting and obviously you should you know it should be based on merit but nothing is like, I don't know if any actor is 100% based on merit, right? A lot of it is based on the way that you look, based yeah. on what's popular or whatever it is, right? I think, I don't know, man. I think if I was a famous Hollywood actor and my kid wanted to be an actor, I would want to go out of my way and get them as many opportunities as possible. Because if I started from the bottom, I hear that, um, that is very, very difficult, right? Like waiting yeah. tables and whatever. Why would I want my kid to go through that? Like for like a, as like a learning situation? No, fuck that. Like Mm-mm. they have the rest of their life to like learn something. Yeah. Um, I, within limits, obviously, right? Like if somebody else is hired for something, I wouldn't want that person to be taken out and just have my kid put in there. That's fucked Yeah, up. of course. But like getting auditions and stuff, of course. That's the thing. I think also sometimes I wonder if our perspective is also different because of our culture. Like culturally, South Asians are all about nepotism. Like, it's like literally, uh, why do you think the community matters so much? It's because that's how you network and make connections. And then, you know, you get opportunities. So I think that our viewpoint is different. Um, Allison Williams, who I believe you enjoy, right? You enjoy Allison Williams, daughter of Brian Williams. I enjoyed Um, her in Get Out a lot. She's yeah. very good in Get Out. She was actually my favorite in um, Girls. She was because she was terrible. Uh, but I like she talked about it and she was like, yeah, I would be ridiculous for me to sit around and say that, like, I don't have a leg up. So I think the argument mm-hmm. is that there's a lot of people who benefit from nepotism that are like, what? So what if my dad was a plumber? I would become a plumber, too. And like, you're like, but that's not the same thing. Right. Like yeah. or somebody I think uh, Johnny Depp's daughter was like, if somebody's a doctor and then their child becomes a doctor, you don't see people complaining about <laughs> that. And you're like, well, you're an idiot. But like, <laughs> so there's like that argument, right? Where like people who benefit yeah. from nepotism are not calling out the fact that they are benefiting from nepotism. It's like any other yeah. privilege. So I think that the people who view it as like, I just got here by sheer merit and drive is mm-hmm. are lying to themselves when you have yeah. been benefiting from nepotism. And then so I, that's why I'm like, it's kind of it's impossible to not like to to exist in a world where that doesn't happen. Where, like, people aren't getting a leg up because of who they know or who they're related to. That's literally the society that we live in. So, as far as I'm concerned, I'm (laughs) (laughs) pro-nepotism. And, you know, and I think these things kind of balance themselves out, right? I think we've seen it, um, especially in, like, Bollywood stuff. And I'm sure it's true in Hollywood also, right? Which is, obviously, you get a head start. You get to be in things... Um, you get to be in things that maybe you don't earn a hundred percent. Right. Um, but eventually that stuff kind of wears out. Right. So like, um, somebody like, uh, Denzel Washington's son, John Mm -hmm. David Washington, Mm -hmm. obviously I would imagine his, uh, you know, the fact that he's Denzel Washington's kid helped him a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. In a lot of different ways, but he's just also a great actor. Like I like watching John David Washington movies, right. He was great in tenant. He was great in, black Klansman or whatever right so i think over time it balances itself out like somebody like uh i remember 
like knowing about Zoe Kravitz mm-hmm. way before I saw her in anything. Mm-hmm. But now she's just Zoe Kravitz. Like I yeah. know I know that she is Lenny Kravitz, and uh, what's her mom's name? Lisa. Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet. I know that she's their kid, but she's also just Zoe Kravitz because yeah, she's, exactly. She's done the work. Gwyneth Paltrow, also, I'm sure, had like a leg up too, right? Yeah, and now she's I mean, just also Lenny Lenny Kravitz is an nepotism baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we all come from somewhere. Yeah, we all come from somewhere, exactly. And I think the the thing is also it just it, it's the same argument that people have with like white privilege or any other privilege that you have. It's like yeah. when somebody calls it out, and when when somebody who doesn't have those privileges calls it out and says hey, you got a leg up and it was a little bit easier for you to get into the place that you were in. What they're saying isn't that you didn't work hard or that it wasn't difficult for you because it was probably difficult for them in whatever way they measure difficulty. But that doesn't mean that you can sit there and deny the fact that like you got no benefit at all. Like admitting that you have been, you have had a privilege doesn't mean that you didn't work hard. You did work hard, but somebody else probably had to work a lot harder than you. And that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, that's the way the world works. Not that it's okay, but you know what I mean? Oh my God, your phone vibrated. It felt like an earthquake. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, yes, exactly. What'd you say? Um, I agree. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I am on this podcast because of nepotism. Oh, my God. You're right. You did all the hard work. You had to comb through uh, hundreds and hundreds of hours of trash TV, talk to people about it, try to find some nugget of something good just so I could come on here. And you don't even watch any of the television that I'm watching. Nope. I don't do any of the work. I just show up here. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Well, you know what? Nepotism, comma, baby. Um, (laughs) Okay. Lastly, let's talk about sports. Um, I know. Okay. So we, I have to talk about it because, um, because football is important to my life. They had this terrible, terribly sad thing happen on the field. I think it was last Monday. Right, it the Bills Bengals yeah. game with Demar yes. Hamlin, and yes. he had—I uh, don't know how to say the name of his injury—but he passed out in the middle of the field, and it was very scary. And then they had to cancel the game, and mm-hmm. then of course everybody got on their um, plat- various platforms and was like, "Football is the most dangerous sport in the world. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Why do we still yeah. allow this game to be played?" And then, um, you know, including people that we know in real life. And my sweet husband just had to quietly just listen and not say anything because he had so many things to say and he didn't say them. But, um, yeah, a lot of people are arguing that the injury was caused by just how barbaric um, football is. And I think, like, my view is that we all know CTE is real. We all know the damage that it causes to players. I think that the league in general is working hard to, like, make, to try to avoid it like my best one of my best friends she's got two little boys you know one of the children he's like yes he's probably a better athlete than most adults we know he is like a amazing at football and she tells me the level of work they do to try to make sure that kids are playing football from like the kindergarten level in a way that's safe that protects their heads and protects like their organs is 
like incredible. And yeah. her husband, who grew up playing football, was like, that is not how I grew up playing football 20 years ago. So yep. there are advances, advancements that are being made in how to protect a player. The injury that happened to Damar Hamlin was not caused by a specific football related thing. It's actually an injury that is more common in like hockey and baseball and soccer mm-hmm. um, where you get hurt in your heart. Like you get a, what is a collision to your heart during like a specific time, a, 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 a very specific point of your heart pumping and it can make you pass out. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you're just going to cardiac arrest. Yeah, it was a 100% freak injury, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, so there's a lot of stuff that kind of goes into the discussion, right? The NFL, they've they really have made a lot of changes to the point where some of it doesn't seem to make sense because, um, and, and I only said I want them to be as safe as possible, but it feels like the quarterbacks are playing a completely different game than the rest of the players yeah. um, because they, you know, they go out of their way to protect the quarterbacks, and it's weird. Um. So they, but the thing is, you can't just stop football. You can't just stop a season and completely change everything, completely change the way that the game is played because it is at its core, a very violent game. You have to tackle somebody. You have, you know, they move with a lot of speed. That's just what happens. Um, And the NFL, I mean, you know, to be fair, they have a history of being a piece of shit organization. And a lot of the owners are piece of shit owners, they're piece of shit people, right? So, you know, they knew about CTE, they knew about concussions and all the, the harm that comes with them for probably decades before they admitted to it because, and that's because they wanted to save money. They didn't want to pay like the medical bills for the players that, you know, gave up their bodies for the sport and grew the sport and stuff like that. So people picking on the NFL, it's um, even though it may not be a one-to-one in this situation, because it's not like a CTE issue, it was a completely freak injury. But like, if anybody wants to, uh, you know, criticize the NFL, I think we're all kind of on board with it. It's okay because the NFL has a history of doing stupid stuff. Right. So I don't know what you do. I, I think they are making, they are making, um, they're making changes and they're making changes on like the, on like the kids level and the high school level, because that's when it's really, really dangerous. Right. Mm-hmm. Having said all that, you know, the fact that he is alive is a miracle. Uh, it yeah. feels like a miracle because on Monday night, I think we all kind of thought that he was gone. Um, yeah. And that's because like the reaction, like there's ba- you've seen bad injuries all the time. I've never seen a reaction. Like the ones that the players had on the field, right? Yeah. Like those players could not play football. They were crying. Yeah. Like you've yeah. never ever seen that. So to go from that to like him being in Buffalo now and being off of a uh, off of like the ventilator and like talking to people and stuff like that, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then what happened yesterday with the? Do you know what happened yesterday with the Bills? No. Opening kickoff, they took it back for a touchdown. Like they had oh. this huge ceremony for Demar Hamlin. It felt. Scripted. It was amazing. Oh my god, I I feel like crying just hearing about it. Yeah, yeah. So oh, you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of bad stuff that happens in playing football because that's just how the sport is. But then there's a lot of like feel good stuff that that happens also, right? So you take the good with the bad, and then you know you um, just hope that everybody's safe or whatever. But I don't know. Would you ever let your kids play football? I mean, they don't want to. <laughs> 
those two. <laughs> they don't care about sports. Don't toy with. We can't even have this discussion <laughs> because my husband listens to these episodes. And if yeah. I sat around here and had a hypothetical conversation about my kids wanting to play sports, it would break his heart because they <laughs> don't. <laughs> they don't. Um, I would let my kids play. Uh, what I will let my kids play anything that makes them happy. That is usually my thing. Like mm-hmm. my friend whose son is like an amazing football player. He actually likes he loves football and he's good at it. But he's his favorite is uh, baseball. Yeah. He's amazing at baseball. So. Like Baseball's that's the, best the thing sport. that she really and it works out because that's more her favorite sport. <laughs> yeah. So if you have an athletic kid, that's that that's the sport that I would focus on. Baseball. It's like best man. Yeah, our nephew's Easy. really good at baseball. Yeah, he is. He's good at basketball yeah. too. Oh wow. I played. I mean, I played organized football for four days. As you okay. Know. <laughs> and and you are a killer at softball. That's true. Well, I'm not actually. I've never hit a home run. You but never. I can, even it's really it's even it's harder with the underhand. I don't know because there isn't as much speed. I don't I don't have to defend myself on this platform <laughs> about my baseball slash softball prowess. But <laughs> I'm I will say I'm an excellent teammate. I'm always a good part of the team. I'm a good locker a uh, good locker room guy. I give my one hundred percent. I think I'm a, I'm a if anybody's looking for. Uh, an outfielder, a left fielder, so I don't have to deal with a lot of balls. That would be great. <laughs> you seem like you'd be really good at loitering. I do. I make good conversation. Mm. Mm. Okay. Like but uh, are you are you excited about the playoffs? The playoffs are starting. Do you know I'm what's exci- going on? I'm excited, but I'm also nervous. You know, as you is uh, is Jalen Hurts back playing? Is he playing again or no? He is back playing. Okay, you know, as you know, the Philadelphia Eagles were doing really well, and then all these injuries happened, and then they lost two games, and it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't great. Um, They won against the Giants yesterday, which was wonderful, right? Did they win? I like, uh, yeah, yeah, they did. I like how you nervously said it wasn't great, and then you didn't say anything else, because (laughs) there's something going on. Oh, you muted yourself. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you nervously <laughs> muted yourself because you're scared of I me. Did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said what? I it doesn't no. matter. Listen. Listen. I I want the Eagles to do well, but sometimes, sometimes sometimes I like oh god, I'm so scared to say this. Sometimes I like when there there's just no chance left anymore. Yeah. Because by this mm-hmm. point of the year, there's a retreat. It's okay. You know what? We got like six more weeks of football left. It's done. It doesn't matter anyway, you know? Yeah. But now the stakes are too high. They're the number one seed in the NFC. So the expectation is for them to win. And if they don't win, then it's a disappointment. Which is different. <laughs> um, it's a heartbreak. Okay? It is a heartbreak. Yes. Yeah. Um, now I, 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 I'm sorry. I have to bring this up every week, but as you know, the 49ers <laughs> also very good. Um, the number two seed in the NFC. If everything goes as it's supposed to, if all the, if all of the the favorites went out over the next two weeks. 
it will be the Eagles and the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. And I just like to know where your heart is. <laughs> Obviously, the Eagles. Well, this is such bullshit. It's not okay. Uh, I share a home s- with this man. Okay, I you share, share my blue. You share blood with me. You know what? There's no nepotism in which team you uh, you root for, okay? I am rooting for the team that I married into. Yeah, but they also won recently. I have never uh, experienced the 49ers winning a Super Bowl. Don't okay. you want that for me as my sibling? Okay, listen, listen. For, first of we all, sh- we they, share the was, same blood. When it was the 49ers against the Ravens, I rooted for the 49ers, Okay. Don't just, even get me start. Don't even get me fucking started on that game because I watched it at your house <laughs> in Queens, uh-huh. and there was a huge party. And as a fan, as a football fan, I felt that I was othered because it was not really a great football viewing experience. There was <gasps> all of these people that were just there for the Super Bowl for the commercials and like the halftime show and the food. as a fan and the food. First of all, what was the food? There was a good food that day. How dare you? I I used to roll it out for those Super Bowl really parties did. and Queens. You used to have like those turnover thingies. That was pretty good. Yeah, there little was, mini uh, sliders. There was a what's, what do they call that? A walk a walking taco situation. A walking taco situation. Yeah. Cultural appropriation, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, but that game was uh, that game caused me a lot of heartbreak. So well, how could it that you had a, we had a blackout and Beyonce performed? Yeah, Destiny's Child yeah. got together for like a second. Yeah. Wasn't I'm it? happy for all of them. Yeah, but they lost on a blown pass interference call, which was never called. All right, you know what? Let's not rehash the past, real. Let's just talk about the future, okay? And yeah. So in is, the future, who will you? Why would you not root for the 49ers? That's why I don't understand. Because I want to root for the Eagles for my husband. But they recently won. They won in 2018. <laughs> okay, I doesn't mean anything. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they lose, if yes. the Eagles lose, I won't be as upset. And I don't know if he he will still be upset. Because I'll be like, oh, but they just won. So it's okay. And then we're all, as a family, we're going to come together, me and the kids. We're all going to be like, we have to root for Mamu's team. It's, you know, the 49ers. And that'll be great. Yeah, I can yes. see Noah loving the 49ers just because of the gold. Yeah, Even exactly. Too. It's best colors. I, I mean, know. the colors are fine. But just like, you know, all of that. Um, anyway, <sighs> my point is don't don't make me pick. But if I have to, it's going to be the Eagles. That's bullshit. I don't think it is. Uh, should we talk about the fact that I recently got into sports betting? <laughs> Oh my god, you did. You know what? I don't love it because I've been also watching The Sopranos. And every time there is an issue on The Sopranos with somebody (laughs) owing somebody money, I'm like, my god, Rihil, please delete the sports gap from your... (laughs) I messed up, Tony! (laughs) (laughs) Is that Artie Bucco? No, that's the the T-1000 guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sad T one thousand who owns Ramsey Sports Goods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, so I don't. Like, I don't be, like it. I will say when I had that one big bet that got voided because of the Bills Bengals game, mm-hmm. and I told you about it. At some point, uh, it was like a ridiculous bet. Like there's no way I was going to win it. 
but it was like fifty nine hundred dollars I'd win for like a five dollar bet um, if it worked out. Mm-hmm. And your immediate question was, "How much of that am I getting?" And you asked, <laughs> and you asked it in such a way where I was like, "Well, yeah, I have to give her money." But then I thought about it for a second. I'm like, "Why do I have to give her money?" <laughs> Maybe it would be a good politician. Maybe I wouldn't be a good politician. Maybe I'd just be like a really good dictator. Yeah. You just assume that you were owed money. I'm like, wait, what? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I like it. That well. But you didn't get that money, did you? I did not. Well, I got <laughs> you're break my kneecaps. <laughs> I got I got half of it. I didn't get half of like the fifty nine hundred. I got half of my bet paid out. So it was like three hundred. So I'm up like three hundred dollars now on my sports betting app okay and it is you know the thing is like you watch like all these commercials for like sports betting apps or whatever before i i won some money um and started doing this stuff and then there's always like oh you know if you or somebody you know has a gambling problem reach out blah 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 and you just look at it and be like oh that's silly but now uh, now that i'm in it i'm like oh this is why Gambling so is addictive. Nope, is, nope. No, no, no. You, All right. You make your bets and then you're just like, oh, I've already won this money. Like I, And then you start spending it in your head. It's terrible, man. No, I don't like that. I barely even do the stock market because it makes me so nervous. My, well, you want to know what my investment is? My investment is designer bags. How is that an investment? That is bullshit. You should feel bad about buying designer bags. Okay. First of all, calm the fuck down. (laughs) Secondly, it is appreciating faster than any stock. So I bought a Chanel bag. um, Okay. We won't say for how much back in um, 2019. Yeah. And if I sell that bag today, I will make $6,000 more on top of what I paid for it. Oh, wow. So you should. But that's not the point, right? So it's good that you are making money off of this quote unquote investment that you made. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there is a Chanel bag, just a piece of material that's been stitched together, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that we live in a world where you can make 6000 extra dollars on a piece of fabric that's been stitched together, that is the problem. That I, money- you were gonna make be six thousand dollars off of a five dollar bet <laughs> on a stupid app. So don't you dare, okay? I am, I am taking money from the casinos in that situation because they have a lot of my money already, and they have a lot of <laughs> other people's money. So in a way, I am Robin Hood for myself. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. The fact that there are luxury items that are out there that people pay all this money for, that's a Mm -hmm. bad thing. It's a bad thing for society. And I think you should suspend your campaign until you figure out what to do with this bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's where I would spend my campaign money. Um, Next thing you know, my campaign manager is fired and arrested for using (laughs) campaign funds on... (laughs) Sports book app. Yeah. Real. Oh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's it for this episode. Um, I'll be back later this week to talk about Potomac. If the if the Lord gives me life, because this oh. back is killing me, 
I'll be back later this week to talk about Potomac and I will be talking about Miami and Salt Lake City with my friend Brett. And Rahil, would you like to watch The Menu and talk about it with me on Thursday? Have you watched it? I hear it's good. Is it good? It's so good. And as a Top Chef viewer, you are going to have an amazing time watching it. Okay. I will watch it and I will...